BizQuick podcast hits on the struggles and advantages of being an entrepreneur. It's for anyone who's made the commitment to burn the boats and not look back. Are you a busy entrepreneur or small business owner trying to do it all? Then this podcast is for you. Julie will take you through the details of building a strong business. Hit the subscribe button and gear up for another episode of BizQuick Podcast. Hello and welcome to Biz Quickie. It is Thursday, October 6th, and I have to tell you, do you know what today is beyond being Thursday, October 6th? Today is the 225th episode of Biz Quick. Since Biz Quick was started in September of 2020, not once as a new episode not been released on a Tuesday or Thursday. 225 episodes. Wow. I feel like that deserves some champagne. We should be popping bottles around here right now. Fortunately, it's 9 a.m., so there will be no bottle popping right now. Maybe later. Maybe over the weekend. I don't know. Who knows what's going to happen. Anyway, today I want to talk about 55 days. This morning I thought, how many days are left between now and the end of the year? How many business days are left? Now, true business days, according to this Google tool that I used, is 55 days. I added back in Columbus Day, Election Day, and Veterans Day because I believe most of us work on those days, even though we probably should do a little bit more on Veterans Day to remember the importance of that day. But technically, 58 days is what most people, if you're not working weekends, is probably working. We've got true holidays, Thanksgiving, day after Thanksgiving, Christmas Eve, and Christmas Day. And Christmas Day is actually on the 25th. So Monday, December 26th is when we legally celebrate it. But there are a number of people who will probably work. So we really have 59 days left in this year 59 business days in theory. Okay, 59 business days. There are 86 calendar days. That is a lot of time, but we are in Q4 and it is time for us all to start hearing the most overused and annoying and frustrating entrepreneurial cliche there is, separation season. Man, I hate that phrase. I don't know why I hate it so much. I hate it because it implies that there are that there's all these people who take off basically from Thanksgiving to after New Year's and those of us that are going to grind it out every day of the week during the holiday season we're going to get so far ahead. Really for entrepreneurs, I think separation season is every day, every weekend. I don't use the phrase. I hate it. It just really, I don't know why it grates on me so badly, but it does. There is enough time left in this year. Not a lot. (laughs) The year has gone quickly. There is enough time left in this year to make a difference in your business, to start to shift things, to roll into 2023 very well prepared and to get ready to execute here we go. If there are 59 days left in the year, 
What do you want to accomplish? What are you looking to get done this year? I will give you a couple examples of things that I want to get done this year. The first thing is, I want Q4 of 2022 to be the highest revenue grossing quarter that we've ever seen at SB Pace and Certivia. Highest grossing quarter ever. That means that I've got to break down how I'm going to reach that number. First off, I have to know what I'm measuring against. I got to look at data from all previous quarters that we've been in business and then figure out what the number is. What's the delta between where I need to be and what our recurring revenue is every month and then start hustling and figuring out how am I going to do that? What is going to make the difference? I am introducing a new mastermind this quarter. So ideally that will help to contribute to that revenue. But it takes more than that. And then it takes planning. And I want to involve the team. I also want to work on the strategic plan for 2023. What are we going to accomplish in 2023? What are we going to focus on? How are we going to simplify? What are we going to delete from the things that we do? Because sometimes we're just doing too much. I want to look at the plan for hiring. I'm going to have to hire another person very soon. These are really good problems to have. So looking at who do we want, what type of role do we want to put them in, where do we most need help, that kind of stuff. All of those things, Q4. But just writing them down or saying them, that isn't going to make them happen. We know that. I need to break them down into micro-executable tasks that will help me to complete them over the course of the next 59 days if I'm not working on weekends, which we all know. Most of us are working on weekends and I will definitely be working on weekends. I'm going to take time for family, 100%. I am going to take time for family, but I am going to be very laser focused on accomplishing the Q4 goals that I've set out in order to set us up better for success rolling into 2023. I want to start 2023 on a really high note. Q4 to me, It's my favorite quarter. The fourth quarter of a football game is my favorite. The fourth quarter of the year is my favorite. I love the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter to me, it's go time. It's putting your foot on the gas and stepping on it and saying, all right, this is where all the parts and pieces that we've been working on throughout the year come to play. What is every adjustment that we made this year? Where do we get better? What do we need to delete? Who can we support during Q4? We've got some local organizations in the Richmond area that we are giving to because we believe in them and we want to support them and we want them to have the best Q4 as well. And that feels really good to be in a position as a company that we can do that. I love being able to do that. I want to set Francis and Stacy up for success in terms of this is the first year I want to bonus them. That is part of my why for why I want to have a really big revenue month in our revenue quarter for this Q4 of 2022. It's because I want to bonus Francis and Stacy. They have worked exceptionally hard this year. They have been amazing and I want to reward them for it. And I don't ever want them to think that it is taken for granted because it's not. But Having a micro strategy for the quarter is where everything begins. If you sit down and you think about what is it you want to accomplish, and you can get aggressive with your quarterly goals if you want to, or you can play it on the conservative side. 
I love to get aggressive with goals and I don't mind if I accomplish 70 or 80% of a goal and I miss the mark by 20% because I'm still going hard at whatever it was that I was trying to accomplish. Going big and missing the mark to me feels way better than being conservative and hitting the mark and then wondering what else could I have gotten done. But for every goal, and I I don't pick like 20 of them, there's only 59 business days left in the year. I have eight things written down that I want to accomplish between now and the end of the year. One of them, I'll admit, is eating a delicious donut, which is going to happen after 29029 in a couple of weeks. I will eat a delicious donut. But most of them require micro strategies built behind them that I can execute against. I'll look at them, I'll break it down into what are eight or nine decomposable pieces of this. And then I set those into weekly goals to go after. So the revenue thing is a consistent working on getting our name out there, reaching out to people, communicating, connecting, going back to the network and introducing them to things that we have. And then also constantly checking to see how can we help other people? Because there are a lot of people out there who they might need help with figuring out how to do something or they want to win big at the end of the year. And so we'll look at how can we support you do that? What can we do for you? And I'm not talking about what can we do for you for money? I'm talking about How can we support you hit the goals that you most want to hit this year? Even if it means helping them to decompose it or sharing their stuff on social media or connecting them with somebody else in the network. To me, that's all part of being a good entrepreneur is helping other people win. I also want to close out some of the business that is on the books that's been lingering for a little bit and make sure that everybody has what they need so that we all feel good about the work that's been done. And then set aside time for family, for family and friends and having, making sure that there's some downtime involved in Q4 as well, because it can't be all work. I feel like my life is pretty much all work and I need to remember that all work, no fun, does not make for a good entrepreneur. It makes for a tired and sometimes crabby person and I don't want to be a tired and crabby person, but... I do want to be a successful entrepreneur and I want to be, I want to have successful businesses and I want to make sure that my team is taken care of. That is my top priority. The team and the clients are taken care of. Beyond that, if it means I got to sleep a little bit less for a little bit, that's totally cool. I'll do it. I will take that burden any day if I know that my team is thriving and that my clients are happy. So how are you going to rock out Q? God, that sounded so, I can't even believe I just said those words. That's terrible. Man, I don't know. Don't judge me for just using the phrase rock out. How are you going to tackle Q4 of 2022? What are your goals? Do you have them defined? How are you going to break them down? What are you going to do to achieve them? Because we know it takes more than just writing them down. You need a plan. How are you breaking that plan down? Where do you need help? What would you love to do or what would you love to help someone else with? Let's start a movement here and let's really, let's make this quarter the best quarter for everybody, but let's make it the best quarter without making it feel like separation season where you are working 
all 86 of those days that are left between now and December 31st. Everyone should be making time for family and for fun on top of running a successful business or making improvements in your business if you're just starting out and you haven't quite reached that revenue positive model yet. All right. That's all I have for today. I am so glad that you turned into Biz Quickie. Make sure that you come back on Tuesday, October 11th for another exciting episode of Biz Quick Podcast. I am so glad that you're here and I love having everybody tune in and listen to the show. And remember, separation season does not make you a better, stronger entrepreneur. What it does do is it makes you a cliche. You don't want to be a cliche at all. Have a great Thursday. Enjoy your weekend.